Welcome back to episode three with chats with your older sisters. Uh, my name is Kaylee and I have Liv here. And hi. Hi. We are ready to dive into our next episode. We are going to talk a little bit about boundaries this week. Now, neither of us are experts on this topic, and this is something that we both still uh, struggle with in our daily lives, but we feel like we have some good insights that we can share or um, random thoughts that may be beneficial. (laughs) Random thoughts. I think with energy, when we talked about it last week, and if you counted how many times we said energy in our last episode, kudos to you because <laughs> I could not get through it. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Let us know if you counted. Um, I think boundaries and energy go hand in hand. So that is where we are going with it. But at the same time, it is something that is difficult. It's I, I even kind of have been just not sure exactly where we're gonna go with this episode because it can it's a sensitive subject for some people um Mm -hmm. so we we're gonna do our best but we're also ready to to make the most of it hopefully give some good uh thoughts for the week yes i completely agree so As we said in our last episode, we want to establish or kind of start doing an energy check each week. So with that being said, Kaylee, where are you at right now with your energy? Energy is so much better uh, than last week. (laughs) I am feeling so grateful, so thankful, so grateful for so many things in my life. I with my job, um, and just how things have kind of played out with that. I was kind of bouncing from job to job. And so to feel secure in this one for, um, about, what are we at? Eight, nine months now is really just feeling Mm -hmm. really, really good. Um, I have a really good boss and it just is awesome. And then, um, having some difficulties with trying to buy a house, uh, my husband and I were living with uh, my parents as we try to save money and create that dream for us. And they have graciously let us live here. So thankful for that. And then thankful for this podcast that it's created such a fun um, thing to look forward to and research and just be a part of. So thankful. My energy is very thankful. I, and I can totally feel that from you. And I'm so, I'm so glad that, you know, you have a job where you're able to, like you said, live your life, but also do the work that you like to do. I feel like you've worked really hard to get to a place like this. And as your friend, it's really awesome to be able to, you know, stand back and just see you totally rock it. So I'm really, I'm very happy for you with that. Thanks. It's, it's good. I uh, I just, I am buzzing with all good energy <laughs> today. <laughs> um, how's, how's your energy? Um, mine has been pretty good today. It was kind of up and down throughout the week, but today it's been, it's been really very relaxed. My boyfriend, when I got home from work, he already had dinner in the oven and then after we ate, he cleaned the dishes and I just sat there and I had a beer. It was really nice. Um, Yeah, I was very thankful for that. So I'm also feeling, yeah, just grateful for what I have. And, you know, it's almost the weekend and I had a really good conversation with my boss as well today. And I just, I love that woman. She is, she's incredible. Um, So when I get to spend time around her, I just feel so empowered and uplifted so that's kind of where I'm at I got to watch a little bit of Gilmore Girls and uh, work on one of my embroidering projects before we sat down to record so it's just been good it's been relaxing grateful and um yeah empowering I guess yeah it's great that is that is so good I think (laughs) especially where we're (laughs) at last week 
Mm-hmm. It was, we, I don't know, I felt we got on a good reset. And this week, coming into fall, the weather over here oh, in Idaho yeah. has changed quite a bit. There was a bunch of smoke for a while. Mm-hmm. And that kind of was part of the crazy full moon energy. And then slowly, it just, there was rain. And now it's this crisp fall air that's just welcoming. Yeah, that something about the fall air, it just makes you feel yeah very refreshed very welcomed but then also super nostalgic I I guess that's another thing that I've been feeling today and this week just being very nostalgic for last year at this time when I was in Idaho Um, and just there's something about the fall weather that makes it seem like there's so many more possibilities I don't know why that's a thing but that, that's always been a thing for me. The second fall starts creeping in a little bit, I just feel like the world comes alive and there's so much to do and it's exciting. Yes, I, I agree. I also think because you were born in October, mm, yes. this is like your <laughs> month. Ready, you're getting ready to just shine because this is this is your time. So yeah. that, that's good. I I think that it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good season. I'm ready for it. I agree with you. Um, So might as well just jump right into talking about boundaries. And like we mentioned, we don't really have much of a, I guess we don't have much of a direction with this. We're kind of just going to go with it and see where it takes us. I guess the first thing that I want to say with boundaries is they are, everybody knows how important they are, but yet they're so so difficult to create and then oftentimes maintain so and the longer you wait or um the longer it takes for you to establish boundary the harder it is to build it um and sometimes it's seems like it's completely impossible to build it at all I think when I was doing a little bit of googling for this episode I just wanted to see what I could find on the internet that, you know, put into words better than I could what boundaries are and how they play into our lives. And I found this article, which we can share that on our Instagram. Um, Yes, absolutely. But this article that I found talks about how there are seven different types of boundaries. And I just thought it was completely on point. So I figure we can kind of go down that list and then navigate from there. Does that sound good with you? Oh yeah, that sounds that sounds great. I I think the biggest thing that I took away from trying to put all my thoughts together was that it is it is our responsibility set boundaries, but it's also one of the most difficult things we as human beings that we have to control like Mm -hmm. I think is that yes it's our job like no one else can do it it's it's not even something that like at least fitness classes you can go (laughs) and have like a coach right and do these things so I was like no that's really true like boundaries is all you so Mm -hmm. just to kind of put that out there is if you were struggling I've struggled with it so much um even just up until pretty recent, it's become necessary for me and my health. So it, it's a battle that you have to fight on your own, but something that we definitely want to talk through because it's important. I like that you mentioned that it's all on you. Like no one is going to be able to set these limits and these expectations um, for you. You have to do that yourself. And if you don't do it, Unfortunately, this sounds kind of harsh, but unfortunately, you have yourself to blame. Now, whether there are different, obviously, there are different circumstances and things that affect that. But yeah, it ultimately comes down to you and what you're willing to do to protect and preserve your peace of mind. And yeah, just the way that you look at the world, I guess. Yeah, I I agree. There was a quote that I definitely want to share um it says daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others um it's by bean brown i 
so good. Like we talk about self care and self love, but at the same time, like I don't like to disappoint people. I feel like I'm a well, try to be a peacemaker. I try to keep everyone happy. And so this one mm-hmm. is it's difficult. Like you are really putting yourself in a place where some people might not be okay with it, but at the t- at the same time, that's when some of these are actually very needed. There's a lot of willpower that needs to happen and take place in order to, you know, successfully set your boundaries. I think, and that takes a lot of practice to get to that point. And setting boundaries, you know, sometimes you're going to be successful right away. And sometimes you have to keep setting them before they fully take. It's like a practice. Mm -hmm. And it, it builds on itself, like you had mentioned. Yeah, and... Like you had said, too, you're not responsible for how people respond, like how people respond and react to the boundaries that you're building and the protection that you're putting up for yourself. And if honestly, if people have an issue with that, um, because you're choosing to put yourself first and create a safe space for yourself, Mm -hmm. um, it's a sign that, you know, they're already were cracks in the foundation yeah that relationship to begin with and in reality the setting boundaries really helps weed out the people who are not there wanting to fully support you yeah that's that's, it's harsh almost but it's Mm -hmm. it's so true I yeah, I I think with family, it's obviously hardest to set boundaries with family and people that you see all the time, close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are usually the people who might need it the most. Um, and I yeah. I think one thing that I I read too was um well, a last thing I'll take off the internet, but it's big. It's can we please stop associating being a good person with how much you're willing to suffer in silence for other people? You can be a kind person and still say, no, I don't have the time and energy um, to help you with that right now, but let's try to find another time later. Or you can be a kind person and still say, that makes me uncomfortable. Please stop. You can be a kind person and say, I disagree. And here's why. And you're mm-hmm. still a kind person when you say, I'm not okay with this. Being kind is about treating people with kindness and respect, not about being the human equivalent to a doormat. Because it, you're you're still kind when you're sticking up for yourself. And I think mm-hmm. that's where people get a little confused. And where I've definitely had issues is I, I go, well... I I care what people think and I'm going to make them upset. And then the guilt comes in and I'm not being kind. Like, I'm like, that's mean if I say I can't do this right now, but it isn't. (laughs) It actually is even worse if you're not showing you're taking responsibility and showing yourself like I deserve to have these boundaries. Yeah. And I, I think that people oftentimes mistake you standing up for yourself and putting yourself first as you just being mean and closed off to them. Yeah. So often in our lives and the world that we live in, we're taught and told to put other people first. Um, Mm -hmm. You and I both have experience working in customer service. Yeah. And whether you've worked in customer service or whether you have been a customer, you have always heard the saying, oh, the customer is always right or the customer always comes first. So that's so ingrained in our minds that if we aren't putting other people's needs and wants and desires before our own, then we're seen as bad people or we're seen as, you know, we don't care. We're mean and callous, but actually that's not the case. And obviously there are there are exceptions. There are people who are just mean to be mean. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why, but there are. Um, but for the most part, like if you are just standing up for yourself and putting your needs and your safety spiritually, mentally putting that first, you're not being mean. You're, you're loving yourself the way that you should love yourself. Yes. Oh, well, well said. Well said. It's uh. <laughs> I don't think it's going to get any easier to like, I think it will get easier. I just don't think that once you take that step, it's automatic. Like, okay, I'm setting boundaries. We're good to go mm-hmm. So to know that it, it definitely 
um, takes time. What are, what are the different boundaries though? Cause we should definitely dive into each one and kind of hash. Yeah. Them so the first one is, um, physical boundaries. So okay. that can do with personal space, uh, who you allow inside your bubble, you know, if you're comfortable with, you know, people giving you hugs, people touching you, or if you're not comfortable with that and having your own area that no one else can enter except for yourself, or maybe certain people can enter that. Um, Mm. Like I am very much that type of person where my family knows that I do not like really to be, I don't really like to be touched. I I'm fine with hugs and whatever, but my siblings, they love to try to like cuddle up with me and I just, I don't like it. I have never liked it. Well, I like it when I was little, <laughs> but I have never liked it. Um, but then with my boyfriend, I'm totally fine with hand holding and like cuddling on the couch or whatever. It just, it depends on who I'm with but so that's a boundary that I've set in my life with like who I'm okay with entering that space and who I'm not okay with entering that space yeah that that makes sense I I've never really I don't know I not that I'm a super huggy lovey person to everyone but I've never felt like I had to set a boundary I feel like maybe it's just on my face like (laughs) don't touch me today Um, but that's a, that's a good, that's a good one. And I think some people feel bad, like maybe they don't want to hug or handshake, but there's still ways that you can interact and be kind with having that boundary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like if you're the type of person who does not like physical touch, first things first, open communication. Yes. that, That goes a long way. But once they know that, I mean, I feel like incorporating different ways of, you know, showing that same affection to other people can be established, you know, instead of a hug or handshake, you can wave or like, I, I don't know, maybe that sounds silly, but I think there's just different ways to handle it depending on who you are. Um, Communication. I mean, that, that's the biggest part of a boundary. If you're not communicating and just hoping people will, um, read your mind on your boundary that you're already, (laughs) you're already not Mm -hmm. in a good start (laughs) yeah that's ah I feel like that you just said something really great where if you're hoping that people are going to read your mind on these boundaries that you've set then are they really boundaries because like (laughs) no they're not yeah (laughs) number two is sexual boundaries so I feel like that kind of builds off a little bit from physical boundaries as well and I think that's kind of the same thing you have to have open and honest conversations. Um, And I mean, not to get too crazy here, but like open and honest conversations about what you prefer, what you like, what you don't like, and then maintaining a level of respect for your partner, whether it's a uh, random person for a random one night stand, or if it's, you know, your life partner, having that respect for that person and then um, making sure that they have that respect for you. I feel like you're going to be able to establish these, these boundaries and have that communication where you're able to um, feel comfortable in your own skin. I think with this one, it, it has to be kind of two ways, you know, like you, you set your boundary, but you respect um, your partner's boundary, you, you, you respect that because it, it will help, it, it all comes together as, as one thing. I think Mm -hmm. too, that I read something that, something that happened when I was younger was sometimes people would make lewd remarks or Mm. things that could make me feel uncomfortable. And I feel that this kind of feels in this category. I, um, just to kind of stand up and say, like, I'm not okay with that. And mm-hmm. I know there's pushback for that. Like, oh, are you, you know, I, I got the word prude a lot. And I was like, I just don't want to hear it. I don't, like, it wasn't a compliment. It was, you know, the the whistling or just the that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that sometimes it, it it's not okay. Sometimes it, I guess if you're in a place where it is okay, then great. 
but it's okay also to say no like I'm not okay with that I'm not okay with the sexual innuendos or anything Mm -hmm. like so I wanted to bring that up because I remember mostly in high school (laughs) there was a couple of times where I definitely had to set that boundary yeah I I think that it's so unfortunate because I feel like especially young women just younger and younger are having to set that boundary yeah Um, I think too like for me I've had quite a few experiences with friends guy friends who have felt that it was okay to make some sort of gross or um just really rude comment about me and my body um and I think those times it gets super confusing because I was super confused because I would look at him and be like well this is this is supposed to be my friend this is the person that I've hung out with for so long and now he's sitting here and making these really just really just rude remarks um and I'll admit like when that first happened, my response to it was just to say nothing and then kind of just hope that it would go away and not happen again. And then that's kind of when I realized later down the road, when it didn't go away, that I was the one responsible for stepping up and saying something. Um, It's unfortunate. It just shouldn't even be happening in the first place. But yeah, that's where it comes down to, like, if you're not okay with something, then you need to say it. Yes, this is this is huge. And this isn't just, you know, for women, men too. I, Mm -hmm. I've heard of things because it's, you know, I've, I've had brothers and girls have said things or just things come up about, or you're in a group of friends and you're talking about stuff and something will come up. And and that's a boundary too. like, Mm -hmm. not talking about this, um, especially when those little innuendos and remarks Mm -hmm. come up. So this is an important one. I feel like we could definitely even have a whole episode of this, which is sad at the same time because it's p- things that people deal with. So it's a, it's a very important one, but also at the same time, communicate, communicate and set these boundaries. Yeah. Because it's important. I think this, yeah, like you said, this one's super important and I feel like but it's looked at as so taboo. Like sex is a taboo topic. Yes. Um, and so it doesn't get talked about. And if you try to bring it up or you try to reinforce your beliefs and your thoughts on certain situations revolving around sex, you are oftentimes put down for that. So, yeah, I completely agree with you. This is such an important one. And I think maybe at some point in the future, we will probably do an episode on it I'm sure Um, yeah revisit on mm -hmm. maybe like the etiquette behind it and there's nothing wrong with saying no Mm -hmm. and um, yeah no knowing knowing the the triggers I mean yeah there's so many things there's there's so (laughs) much we could we could fall down that rabbit hole um okay so number three is emotional or mental boundaries so here we go this is the good one this this is the stuff (laughs) this is oh oh it is and I feel like with this one you really have to have this level of self-awareness to be able to know how you're feeling or how something makes you feel and then how you're going to act on it And what you're Mm -hmm. going to change to prevent that feeling from happening again, or what you're going to keep doing to make that feeling happen again. I, either way, but I think for me, I've had a lot of um, emotional and mental boundaries crossed in past romantic relationships, but also past friendships where it, it really messes with your mind if you're not in control of what these things that are being said to you or things that are being done, how they affect you. Um, And you can really spiral. And I was definitely in a place where I was spiraling a little bit because I didn't have that control. And it took, it took a lot to learn how to stay strong in the boundaries that I was setting. And oftentimes I 
you know, not failed, but struggled with it. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm finally at a point where I know what I'm okay with and what I can handle emotionally, what I can handle mentally. And then I know what my triggers are and what to stay away from. Yeah. So mental boundaries, more so like you're making sure that you are in check with yourself, like mentally, your beliefs, you have those boundaries with yourself. So one, if someone questions you, you're able to say, no, like, that's, that's not my belief. That's not how I feel. That's okay that you feel this way. Um, Mm -hmm. I know for me, emotion is huge. I've been called emotional my whole life. And it's a good thing. It is like, I think I've embraced it. Mm -hmm. But I also needed I needed people to realize like my emotions are who I am. And so the boundaries that come with that are, I'm going to feel things. I'm going to feel things deeply. And I don't think that you should think I'm crazy or emotional or um, spiraling if I, if I cry or if I get worked up about something. So mm-hmm. definitely like respect myself in those emotional and mental boundaries and go, you know what? I'm good. It's all good. (laughs) And I'm okay to feel this way. So defending myself. Defending yourself, I think, against other people and against yourself. I mean. Yeah. Against yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's really easy. It's easy to not set boundaries with yourself. And I feel like number three, emotional and mental boundaries, those you need to have with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you just need them because you're not going to be able to fully be yourself and embrace who you are. If your self-talk and your mental space is not healthy and is not a safe space. Yeah. I think what we mentioned last episode is the mantras for me. I think that's part of my um, mental and emotional boundary is saying things like I am enough and I, I am allowed to be emotional. I am allowed to have feelings. I am allowed to just be the way that I am feeling those things because those are boundaries sticking Mm -hmm. to routines and knowing like this is for me. And so then when someone else wants to maybe, Hey, I have this and this that we're doing and you've already done a million things this week. You you can kind of step back and go, you know what? I just kind of need to recharge today. I need, you know, I have a lot going on. Well, no, actually I back up. It's not a lot going, you don't have to have an excuse. And I think mm-hmm. that's my issue is I'm always like, okay, wait, where's my excuse on how to make my boundary sound better? And you know what? It doesn't need to be that way. It's I'm tired. I need to recharge. I can't do this with you today, or I can't have this phone call with you today, but let's plan something later. Let's do this later. That's a boundary. And that's hard to do. It is hard to do because you don't want people to think that you care any less for them by doing that. And I feel like that's how that picture gets painted sometimes where yeah. like you need to be there 100% of the time um, for your friends. And if you're not, then you're a bad friend. And so I think we get so afraid that we're going to be a bad friend. Yeah. I huh, I don't even know what there's like much more to say because it's so, I feel it so much. I know we've talked about it, mm-hmm. especially when things will come up um, and people want to do things or whatnot. And I, I've, especially I I have a couple health issues here and there and I've just had to listen to my body and say, I I can't today. I need to stay home and recharge. And I do, I feel that guilt, but I also feel stronger because I'm allowing myself to set the boundary, set the expectation of my mental stability needs to be there. So um, my husband made a comment to me because I was asking him kind of like, he's really good about boundaries with friends and he's helped me kind of see a very positive light about it. Um, And he said, it's, it's your mental fortitude. And I was like, yeah, Mm, I like that. I know. I was like, that is so good. And he goes, (laughs) and sometimes your mental fortitude 
think is how I put it, has a gate. And so you you can keep that gate down and you can make sure that you have expectations with yourself and people. Then sometimes that gate is open and people will realize, okay, like it's not that you're completely run off the rails of your boundaries, but you've you're more you know it's a it's a holiday so you're more let go you don't stick to your routine as much and he he just made a comment that sometimes that's okay too Mm -hmm. or a big one for me is I'm a go 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 person and a boundary that I needed to set for myself was you take the time to do nothing you know for a few hours in the day and relax and recharge and that's your gate to let yourself do that because normally my gate is, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to be busy. I'm going to do my to-do list. So yeah. it was totally different opposite sides, but I thought that's a really, really good point. I think that's something that I need to work on as well. Um, having a boundary with myself in the sense that I'm also very go, go, go. And if I'm not, for whatever reason, if I have a day where I'm not doing anything, I start to really beat myself up. Mm, yeah. Like <laughs> that's yeah, we do. Yeah. Like I, I look at it almost as if like you had this whole day that you just wasted doing nothing. And that's not that's not good. That's not good self-talk. That's not a good way to um love yourself and put positive thoughts and vibes out into the world um yeah so yeah and I think these these types of boundaries are probably some of the most important ones because I mean it's all it's all in your head it's all it's all you yeah so I yeah I I think for me not always being available which is really Mm -hmm. hard in this time of day and age right that's the term because we're on our phone we're on the computer someone can usually always reach us so yeah the boundary of it's you need to heal and recharge and um I I believe in like the empath side of things and sometimes it's I've felt a lot of energies I've been around people and so creating that time to go you know what it's it's time to just be quiet and uh, stick to my routine. Setting a bedtime, obviously, yes. as I get older, is very nice. I love my bedtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's a boundary. That's a boundary. Bedtime's a boundary. I know that um, <laughs> people very close to me, my parents, they have boundaries of when they go to bed. And I always was like, oh, you go to bed so early. But now thinking of it, like they – they get up early, they have things that they do in their day that they have to set that boundary, especially with other people that if they don't, then they're not their best selves. Oh yeah. That's a, that's something that I've started doing as well. I normally am the type of person who likes to sleep in as late as I can before I have to roll out of bed and run and hurry to get myself ready for the day. Um, And I realized that that was actually really impacting me in a negative way so I have started getting up early and showering and getting ready and then I just have time to kind of just sit and soak in the morning and prepare a good mental space for the day ahead Um, and I think Yeah. yeah that's a boundary that I've had to work through establishing for myself in order to be the best version of myself that's amazing Thank you. Thanks. Um, I think so. The next two boundaries really tie into what we're talking about right now. I feel like, I mean, all of these build off of each other, but the next two are establishing time boundaries and mm. spiritual slash religious boundaries. So okay. I feel like we've kind of already talked a little bit about time and um, how important it is to really respect your time in the time of others um yeah time is like money once you use it you don't get it back so and like you don't have to I find for myself kind of like what we were saying about feeling like we need to make an excuse for not you know seeing people not going out to that lunch date or not taking that phone call um and then beating ourselves up about it I feel like it's really important to understand that we don't need to spend our time on 
things that are going to drain us. That sounds yeah. really, really harsh, but it's true. Like you, you don't need to do that. You can always reschedule another lunch date. You can always schedule a phone call for later, even if it's a couple hours later in the day when you do have more energy. I, I totally, I totally agree. I think in doing so with boundaries, you have to kind of set um, expectations, like mm-hmm. really expectation of time and with people so I think for me I've done two or three things this week not not this week I just mean in general and I I'm sorry I can't add in another thing this weekend and yes like that can come off to people because they only see that you know the one side of it but what you're doing is you're protecting your time. You're setting expectation, realistic expectations for yourself and going, you know what? I really don't think I can do X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z on top of ABC. Yeah. So, um, but then also setting a time to play, right? Because you, you mm-hmm. do work and you set these, the boundaries that are self-care, but also knowing like, okay, it is my, it's also a boundary to make time for, all of that as well, the play part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I I like what you said about, yeah, we work and we spend so much time doing these things that maybe aren't the most fun. So when you're done with work for the day, this is something that I've, I really wasn't good at when I was working remotely. But now that I actually go into the office, it's gotten so much better. But uh, having a work-life balance is so important and it's hard to establish when you're working from home because you have easy access to your workspace I mean I mean I'm sure you you know that better than anyone but um that was something that I had to really take the time and set up these guidelines or almost like rules for myself yeah um, when I could and couldn't be on my computer working and my my last job was really, it just had a really negative impact on my overall uh, mental health and the way that I viewed the world. Um, so I was already anxious during my normal work hours and then I'd get off work and I'd be even more anxious. And then I would be going back into work after I got off of work because I was so anxious that I didn't know what to do. And then I would get more anxious when I was signing back on to do more work. Um, Oh, vicious cycle. Yes, just never ends. So I really had to take like a hard stop and take a step back and realize, okay, I can't do that. When I am off the clock, I'm off the clock. I know, And I know that a lot of people don't have that luxury with their jobs and they need to be available um, even when they're not working. But I feel like any opportunity you have to step away from the desk, step away from the computer, step away from these responsibilities. I feel like it's just, it's beneficial in the end and you get to reconnect with yourself a little bit. Yeah. And who you are outside of work. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think it'd be very difficult to be on call all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of kudos out to the people that do that because I sometimes just need to turn my phone on silent and I, that I, I feel like that's a boundary. So I, I'm curious to see how people do that. They must ha- take some time to just unplug. They have mm-hmm. to. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I mean, I, I would lose my mind if I couldn't. Yeah. But um, with yeah. work too, my job now, I don't have this issue. But in the past, I've, I've had to kind of Uh, tell my boss like hey I am not in a place where I can take on a new project or Mm -hmm. this and it's not because I'm not working hard or I I don't I can't make time for it I just I'm gonna need a different deadline or I I need help on this thing so that I can um, take on you know what you want me to do and I think that also communication with your your colleagues and with your boss is huge too. Um, yeah. Something that we don't always talk about because it's your boss, right? You're, mm-hmm. It's yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. You're going to do what you're told. But <laughs> if you're, if you're already drowned, it's okay to also tell yourself like, Hey, you know, maybe, maybe I can ask for help or, you know, can you give me a little more time? There's nothing wrong with that. 
I feel like you really did that when we were both working at the dental office. I that's kind of how I got hired. Yeah, kind of how true. the job opening came to be because you joined or you were hired and you were just kind of thrown into this uh, uh, chaos, for lack of a better <laughs> term, um, and you were able to take a step back and be like yeah, I, I can't do all of this on my own. I need help or mm-hmm. I need more time. And if you're not going to get me that extra help, then yeah, I need more time to complete this project or I need more time to get these things squared away. It's going to take me longer. And then in that situation with the office, that's, that's how I came yeah. to be. <laughs> I think if people value if boss, if your boss values you and your time, mm-hmm. they're going to respect you so much more if you communicate those boundaries. Yes, most likely. Yeah. Not all. The Hopefully, time. you have a great boss. But I, I know, I know with mine and how we communicate is it is very much like, hey, can you handle this on your plate? Like, what else can I do to help? Like, just amazing, amazing mm-hmm. boss. So. But I, again, I've been in places where I've had to put myself in a position and it wasn't fun. Like I, to tell your boss, Hey, I, I don't know if I can do this right now, or I'm struggling. I need help. It it makes you feel inadequate, but I also am so grateful that I did listen because it, I mean, I, I got to meet you. So obviously, (laughs) but in general, just having that, um, communication and knowing your limits, it's huge. Yeah, because if you, like like I said, time is like money. Once it's used, you don't get it back. So if you're not establishing these boundaries with your time, um, with the people that you interact with, whether that's your boss, your coworkers, your friends, your family, you're going to lose it Yes, and not get it back. So um, One more quote, I, mm-hmm. I swear. <laughs> I like the quotes. Keep them coming. <laughs> I, I really do. It says, love yourself enough to set boundaries. Your time and energy are precious. You teach people how to treat you by deciding what you will and won't accept. I mean, that's yes. beautiful. Um, it's by Anna Taylor. And I I was like, it is, you're, it, they're precious. So, wh- you know, when we talked about energy, it was just automatic. Like, we have to set boundaries because we got to protect our energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that goes in, that ties in perfectly with last week's episode. Yeah. I mean, that's why we chose to do this one because they go hand in hand. And how are you going to have good energy if you don't have strong boundaries? And we all need good energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so then the next one is spiritual and religious boundaries. I feel like this one is a heavy, heavy one. Heavy. We, uh, we both could talk for hours about this, but um, for now, I feel like this one, this one is just important in general because everybody has a different way that they look at the world. So having that respect for other people's religious, spiritual beliefs or lack thereof is really important. Um, yeah. And having that respect for your own. I know for me, so I was uh, born and raised Catholic and my family, they're still, they're still Catholic, but I am no longer Catholic. So having respect for them and their beliefs has been a really important thing in making our relationship stronger and better than they have ever been. Um, And then also having that respect for myself, especially when I was trying to figure out what I do believe in and what I don't believe in, you know, it's, it's hard to go against something that you've been taught your entire life. You Mm -hmm. feel like you're doing something wrong. You feel like you're making mistakes or, uh, you're, yeah, you're that guilt, that guilt. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, Catholic guilt, it's a real thing. Um, (laughs) but having that respect for myself and setting up those spiritual and religious boundaries, was really important for me to grow into the person that I am now. Um, and I feel like spiritual and religious beliefs, they're constantly, honestly, they're constantly changing. You yes. know, maybe not a ton. Some people, maybe they only change slightly in their beliefs, but they're still changing. So this boundary, I feel like, 
is adjustable with time and experiences. Yeah. I think the big one for this, uh, this boundary is there's no judgment. Mm. It's like a very safe, respectful space for other people and then for yourself because if if you're if you're judging yourself on how you're dealing with setting those boundaries with others and then other people they have religious boundaries so you you have to come to a place where okay people are going to believe the way they they want to believe I grew up Mormon I am very on the same track with you live yep things change as you you grow older I still am I know what I believe, but some of my beliefs are not um, Mormon culture anymore. So, and if anyone were to ever disrespect the, you know, how I think now or whatnot, it's, it's very much being, I I think simple, like, I don't need to explain myself. Mm -hmm. That is, I don't need to apologize. I just will go, yeah, you know, it that works for you, but this is what I believe now, or this is what I'm working through. Um, It's not up to you to create choices for me or to tell me what I believe. And then on the same side, it's not up to us to tell other people what they believe. Well, and I think with all of these different religions and these different spiritualities, there's always, um, there are always things of significance or things that are so important to the teachings of the church or the teachings of the temple or so on and so forth. Um, And even if they don't mean something to you personally, they mean something to someone else. And so you, you know, you don't have to understand it to have some form of respect for it. And I feel like if you put that respect out there, hopefully you get that respect back. I've always found, I've found that in a lot of my interactions, that's usually what happens. Of course, of course, there are people who just, they don't get it and they don't care to get it. So they're making that choice and they're setting that. It's not a positive boundary, but they're setting that boundary for themselves that's preventing them from growing even more, um, yeah, their beliefs and who they are, but that's that's besides the point. Um, no, I know. I I think I under understand. Yeah. I think because people have such firm beliefs mm-hmm. and boundaries, it can sometimes cause more on the argument side. Or yes, I, yes, they're wrong, and that that is uh, it can be good. I mean, debate it can be a good thing, but it needs mm-hmm. to come again. Not that judgment lovingly, like we. Mm-hmm. We all are trying to navigate our lives. We all are trying to create good energy, good boundaries. Mm -hmm. And so this one's huge because we have to have respect and love for each other. And if you're being courteous and you're taking time to listen to other people's opinions and it's going, you know, political or it's going a different way, just shorten the conversation. Like, hey. Or negative, you know, a lot of people just go negative, go, you know, I just, I'm really, it's hard to do, just say, hey, I, so I, like, just switch the conversation, or I, I don't even have a best segue, but hey, let's talk about something else, or, I mean, I change the conversation more than I realize when I don't want to talk about something. I, mm-hmm. I must actually know how to do it, so next time, maybe I'll come up with some, <laughs> some ways I've done it, because then you're, you're still creating that peace. But at the same time, you don't necessarily have to create an argument. Still, mm-hmm. still stand up for yourself if you can. But if you can tell, okay, this is not, this is not good. There's, there's anger. There's that negative energy behind it. Just, just shorten it. Make it, yeah. make it short and sweet. Well, and I think, you know, oftentimes when an argument is about to occur, or someone's there instigating it, they really all they want out of you is a reaction. So if you are going to take a step back and maybe remain more neutral or just show that you are interested in something else, like you're not giving them what they want and it's easier to navigate away from that conversation. Um, And then, yeah, I feel like just this one is, it's ever changing and it's ever changing with just the whole world in general, like, yeah, people have their individual thoughts and beliefs, but 
the way that the world, the way that society views those things, constantly changing as well. So you're trying to keep up with everything while also keeping up with what you believe and what you stand for. And it, this one, I feel like gets really hard at times. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I st- still building on it, still working on it. I just know yeah. that keeping that love in your heart and no judgments is the best the best medicine I've used because I've had to, I've wanted to say a lot of things to people who have questioned me mm-hmm. or, or just snide remarks that I've heard. And it's just, you do you. And th- this is kind of a place where you, you set the boundary and then you kind of, it is what it is. Like it, yeah. it might not come to a conclusion and that's hard for me. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is and you move on. Yeah. No, I, I think that's for this one. I, I feel like that you're, you're so right. Cause you can't, you can't change the way that someone thinks about something no. like when it comes down to a religion or I, or spirituality. Um, okay. So the next one is uh, establishing financial and material boundaries. This oh. is, Yeah. This one I actually didn't think about when um, I was first trying to put together my thoughts and everything. And then when I pulled up this list, I was like, oh, that, yeah, that one's a really good one. Actually, that one's probably the most relevant in my life right now. So, (laughs) well, why don't you jump in and I will, (laughs) I'll see see where I'm at. (laughs) So I think the biggest thing with this is, First of all, I just want to say, everyone, you have a right to spend and handle your money the way that you want to. Obviously, we only encourage being responsible with it here. Um, But, but amen. Right, right. (laughs) No one can tell you how to spend your hard earned money. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people like to do that. A lot of people. Um, for some reason, they think they have a say in what you do with your money. And I think a lot of it comes from the fact that everything in the financial world is a comparison game. So how much money does so-and-so have compared to this other person? And then what about me? And where do I fall on the spectrum? And well, they have this money, they bought this. I have this money, I shouldn't buy this, but I want this. Like, it's all comparison. And um then people start to think that they can tell you what to do and what not to. Do. So, yeah, this this boundary is something that I've really I've really struggled with my whole life. Um, feeling like I don't actually have a say in the money that I have earned, um, or my finances, or the material items that I have or that I want, and that's something that I've really really worked on, um, and I'm still working on, but. It's been really, really important for me, yeah, just to remind myself that I have a right to spend the money that I have, that it's okay to spend it. It's okay to buy, you know, to treat myself every so often to things that I want. Um, Yes. Just a small little shirt from a cute shop downtown or if I'm buying a plane ticket to go on a trip, like as long as it's your money that you have worked hard for and you know, you're not going to go into like financial ruin with spending it. Um, you have a right to spend it. It's okay. I think um, having a good relationship with money is, is huge and it's very difficult mm-hmm. to um, create that. Um, but creating that boundary with yourself because that can be, you know, setting a budget, setting um, aside mm-hmm. money for play, but also realizing, I think for you, and we've talked about it a lot, but mm-hmm. like, the, you know, student loans and stuff, you feel that, oh, guilt, yeah. that boundary that's <laughs> automatically been set for you that you can't spend your money and, and you have to pay it off. And yes, pay off your debts and do as much as you can to do that. But at the same time, don't completely stress yourself out 
or be controlled by other people telling you you can't buy things because of expectations that you had of you've had yeah. on yourself. I know that's been really difficult. Um, oh yeah, for you, and I think it's probably something that a lot of people people deal with. That it's you set a boundary to save money and to pay off debt. You also need to know, like, hey, you have to live. So you have to live. Yep. Um, I think that something that I really had to realize with that was, you know, finances. That's something that's going to be around forever that I'm going to be dealing with that the rest of my life. So if I can't figure out how to set good, healthy boundaries and have a good outlook on it, then I am going to be anxious and stressed and miserable my whole life. And I'm going to miss out on a lot of things. And then that takes away from my time boundary and I'm just wasting time. Um, yeah. And it, it messes goes, with my emotions. All goes hand in hand. That mm-hmm. point. I think another thing that I just want to mention with this one as well is you also have a right to be paid for the work that you do and how long you work. I feel like that is something that I've always struggled with in the workforce is, you know, maybe sometimes you stay a little bit later at the end of the day or someone asks you to come in a little bit earlier. Um, and you don't always get paid what you should be paid in those situations. Um, and it's really difficult to, well, sometimes I, it's been, it was difficult for me to step up and say, hey, yeah, no, I should be making this amount of money or I should have earned this amount of money and you owe that to me. Um, it's yeah. not wrong to do that. Obviously do it in a respectful way, but it's, you've earned that. You have a right to what you've earned. Yeah. That's, that's, that's huge. I know it's um, something that as I get older, um, I, I have, I've gone to employers and I've said, Hey, I, I've taken on this or I've done this and I'll take on more, but um, where are we in the money <laughs> um, yeah. finance? Because you, that's, I think that's respect for yourself. That's respect for the employer. Like, Hey, I'm helping you help me. Um, I never thought of that as a boundary before, but that that's huge. Yeah. Well, and taking the PTO that you've earned, if you were oh. in a place that uh, gives you yeah. PTO and not letting your boss or your coworkers make you feel bad for taking the time that is yours. Um, that you've earned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it shows up in a lot of ways in different aspects, but I think those are some of the most important ones. The last category on this list Um, is the non-negotiable boundaries. So the deal breakers in relationships, whether that's romantic or platonic um, or with your family, and then also situations where your safety is at risk or situations where you're dealing with or having to work through emotional abuse or drugs, alcohol, uh, infidelity, health issues. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's heavy, a lot. Um, but these are the ones that you know that you cannot, you cannot cross that line because it will be very detrimental to who you are as a person. And obviously, these are different with each person and the experiences that they've had. And something that may be non-negotiable for me may be totally fine for you. And it yeah. just, it depends. Yeah, I... Uh... I'm trying to think of, I mean, there's plenty that's non-negotiable, but also things that are kind of more private. Mm-hmm. Um, I think too, but, but knowing those things, like knowing your limits, um, even money, sometimes like talking about money with people like that creates an anxiety that mm-hmm. I kind of is, uh, it's not detrimental to my mental health, but I also, I, I'm going to, I'm going to know who I can talk to money about. I'm going to know the people that I can talk to, like if, if things are really heavy, then thing, seeing a therapist or working through with um, a health professional, those are, I think where these will come into play because we, we can't, we can't tell you what boundaries you need to set or what's, what's good and what's bad because we're, we're all going to be different on these. Mm-hmm. these things. Oh yeah. And I think you're right. Like a lot of these boundaries are, 
yeah, they're more so private, not just for us because we're recording on a podcast, but in day-to-day life. Like these are the boundaries that you don't always readily share with everybody. And you kind of keep them close to your heart because they have the biggest impact, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like that this list, I don't know, I felt like it was very encompassing of all the different types of, yeah, different types of boundaries. And um, I just, they all build off of each other. So you can't have, you can't have one without having the other. And then if you're not strong in one, most likely you're not going to be strong in the other one because they all just, yeah, they all go hand in hand. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And they take different forms. So we could talk, we only talked, I feel a a little bit on some of these and we could go really deep, maybe at a a later time, but more so just to encompass like communication, setting your limits, knowing that you, you are capable of doing this. It is, Mm -hmm. it is okay. And it is good. And it, it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a mean person. If you need to recharge, if you need to go to sleep, if you are, you know, in a place where someone's not talking about something that they are making you uncomfortable, like the, these are things that are going to make you a better person. If you Mm -hmm. learn how to, create limits and create the energy to create these boundaries yeah and I mean standing strong in all of these it just yeah it has so many benefits you know supporting and increasing emotional health and building stronger relationships and decreasing stress and really just promoting overall self-care and respect from others and for others and then self-respect as well. And you really get to establish and kind of come into your own. So you have that autonomy side to things as well. And then having clear expectations. So you're not going to be surprised by an event that occurs or the way that you handle something uh, because you have set these good, these strong boundaries and you are so in tune with yourself that only good can come from it. So much more at peace with it. Yeah. And with yourself and with the people around you. And that's then you don't feel like you're constantly drained all the time because of situations that you're in. You learn to avoid those. I mean, you learn to avoid certain people that really don't have any respect for you and what you have asked for and what you've established for yourself and for a safe environment for yourself. I feel like setting these and standing next to them or standing firm with them just makes you a stronger and happier person. Happier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I think some of the hardest boundaries I've set are things that I've said, no, I, I'm not going to you know, participate in that, or I, I, I don't, I don't want to do that tonight. And I've, I've lost friends. They just weren't, it it was not good for me, the energy, the things that they might be doing. And, Mm -hmm. and it hurts at the time. But if those people aren't willing to accept and respect your boundaries, it's, it's, you're probably better off as again, harsh. This is, we're, we're diving so deep, but (laughs) I just, I, that's my story. I don't like, I, I have more details on it, but in the end, it's what I needed, you know, that person moved on and they're doing other things in their life. And I wish them well, like all the, all the positive vibes to them. I just couldn't keep up and be where they were at in their life and what they were doing. When it comes to setting boundaries, you're going to lose people. And sometimes you're going to be surprised by the people that you lose. And maybe lose them, not fully. Mm -hmm. I I think that happens, but your relationship will change and that's okay. It is okay. And it takes, you know, a little bit of time to get used to it because just like anything that's been around for a while, it, when it changes, it, it really messes with the way that we think about things and we think about ourselves. But I, I like what you said. It's it's okay. And it, it always, honestly, it always ends up working out for the best. Yeah. 
biggest thing I, I feel like we're getting close to wrapping this up just because I've like we said this episode could go on for a very long time depending on how deep we want to dive into each of those seven types of boundaries and me we probably will do that at some point because mm-hmm. why right. not right right but I think the biggest thing to take from this you know set those boundaries and protect your soul protect your mind and protect you and all that you are and all that you're going to be because if you don't do that then you're just you're you're not setting yourself up for success and happiness yeah love love yourself enough Mm -hmm. yes I do you have anything else you want to add tonight Kaylee no I'm all boundaried out (laughs) I love it um so on that note we are going to sign off and we are so thankful as always for everyone who's tuned in to sit and listen to us. We, we think we're very entertaining. So I hope that you find that as well. <laughs> Please though, if you have any comments or questions, we have an Instagram now it's chats with your older sisters. We would love any feedback as this is our third episode and we're more than willing to dive deep into any questions that people have or hash it out with you. So please follow us on Instagram, rate us on Spotify, and we just hope to continue to do this. Yeah. And we're having a lot of fun. So anyone who's listening, thank you for giving us the opportunity to have fun and get that with each other every week. So it's been, it's been great. On that note, I hope that everyone has a great day um, or evening or morning, (laughs) whatever time it is that you're listening to this next week. And we will check in with you guys soon. Yes. Signing off. Bye. Bye.